0: an update a chaplain who um, uh, lost an opportunity for advancement. Yeah, well, this is actually the, the chaplain assistant. So in the
1: military, you know, you've got chaplains and then you've got chaplain assistants who are not actually members of the clergy. They just they're they're there as as uh, support staff, and their job is really just to to assist. Obviously, as the name entails, right? To assist the chaplain with. Uh, all types of uh, administrative tasks and otherwise. And it is a separate position. Completely separate. Actually, even completely different chain of command, mm-hmm. okay. different unit. Uh, and and in this incident, uh, and this is going back to the Chaplain Squires case, which you guys have, have right. uh, we, you know, we've talked about. And, uh, you know, so the chaplain has got his own issues with, with the Army right now where they're coming after him, accusing him of discrimination because uh, his denomination, the Southern Baptist Convention, Prohibits him from uh, conducting marriage retreats and things like that that include same sex couples. And the army says, and the actually Department of Defense says, yeah, our regulations require you to follow those those teachings. You, you you have to follow the teachings of your denomination. Otherwise, you can't really be a chaplain. That makes
0: sense. And his workaround was, hey, I'll just get somebody else to do that retreat. Right, somebody exactly. Whose denomination is not? Which is ex- not.
1: exactly what the rules that's say right. you're
0: supposed to do, or the that's protocol that's like, says yeah. that's what you do. You find somebody else to do those it. Those right? seem like
1: reasonable explanations. Exactly. Or solutions. So the chaplain assistant though has also been kind of caught up in this spider web if you will, oh, right? No. And and what was the chaplain assistant's role in this? Literally when when the when the soldier the, the same-sex soldier who wanted to sign up for the retreat tried to register, the chaplain assistant said noticed that it was two women's names who signed up and she said, "Oh, let me notify the chaplain and he'll get back to you."
0: That's it. That was her role in this. Oh, because she didn't just automatically sign the ladies exactly. Up. She didn't
1: just act like an, an autonomous <laughs> autonomous you know robot that just said, "Oh, you know, you signed up. Sure, here you go. No questions asked." No, she's she she as she was trained to do, right through part of her training. If a same sex couple tries to, uh, signs up, and she knows that there's a chaplain whose denomination says you can't do that, she should notify the chaplain. And right. that's what she did. So that the chaplain can you know address she's not hey, gonna deal a, with it. Yeah,
0: be advised, yeah.
1: So so she got labeled, you know, and accused in this investigation. Wow. And here's wow. but here's here's the really kind of the, the the most insidious part of this and the part that, that is outrageous to me personally is the chaplain assistant who was alleged to have, you know, been this horrible discriminatory, you know, person in doing this. She's actually a a young African American female soldier. Okay? okay, which if you've ever served in the military, you know the military can be a pretty you know dog eat dog type yeah, of environment. It is, and and anything that uh, we can do, especially as officers, you know, as a, as an officer myself, a, a, now a reserve officer, you want to help your soldiers. You want to look out for them, and if they are ha- if they're an, a high performer with the opportunity to advance, you want to look out for them and give them those opportunities. Well, this chaplain assistant is such a high performer. She was given an extremely rare and prestigious opportunity to go to college in what the, the army calls it the Green to Gold program, mm-hmm. where uh, the army will send you to college, you get a degree, and you come back as an officer.
0: Wow! So that's that's so you a you go really, in enlisted, then you go to college. That's and right, and, and,
1: and it's so it's kind of a <clears throat> uh, uh, I guess a meritorious ROTC program, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. Well, because simply because. They decided to investigate her to, decide, to, you know, to see what the allegations were. Her commanding officer already exonerated her and said, "This is what are you talking about? You know, there was no discrimination here by, okay. by the chaplain assistant, period. Should be over. Well, the two-star general, who is kind of also hanging this issue over Chaplain Squires' head, has now decided, oh, well, I better look into it on the chaplain assistant, too. And so, oh, yeah. and when that happens, it's the term for it in the military is they put a flag on your file. Yes, they do. And when there's a flag on your file, you can't, you can't do anything, you can't participate in, in these officer programs, you can't advance. You're uh, stuck, you, you're stuck, you're in limbo. And so, she was informed last week that, well, the commanding his name is Major General Sontag. So this general, she was told, General Sontag, uh, he has decided not to remove the flag from your file, although he could have. He has the authority as a general. He could remove it. He's decided not to, and we're, re- we're very sorry, but that means you're not going to be allowed to participate in the Green to Gold program. So for those listening- Was she,
0: was she already going through the program, or she was She had already been accepted. To, okay.
1: She had already been accepted, and it takes about a year, yeah. maybe longer, to get together Everything that you need you know letters of recommendation, your records everything it's a long process to it basically is. show I'm qualified you know I've earned this opportunity she did everything she did everything right and and now general Sontag's basically and for those keeping score at home, you know like I said, this is a young African American female who has the opportunity of a lifetime. It's a success to go it's to a college. Story. It's merit success. That everyone to, loves that to we come know back that. as an officer. And he's basically said ah, simply because somebody made an accusation. Yeah. Even though you were already exonerated once, I'm now stepping in, and I'm not letting you t- take
0: part in this program. Just so, to understand the process too, for those of us who didn't serve, um, can he just leave that flag on forever? Then oh yeah. I mean, I, theoretically, yes. I
1: mean, he shouldn't. He and, and that's that's probably the other part that that is driving folks crazy is that this has been going on since what the 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 initial complaint was in February. Wow. So this has been going on for what, six months now, you know, and and she doesn't know what's going to happen to her career. I mean, is she, is she going to be forced out of the army? Is she not going to be allowed to move on? So silly. And and she's been and and it's just to do this to it's one thing for an officer right who, who are you know we're kind of trained that look if there are any issues the buck stops with you as an officer but there's the other thing we're told where it's drilled into us from day one you've got to look after your enlisted troops mm-hmm. you have to look out for them right they i mean they they're they're putting their lives on the line defending our nation defending our freedoms and they're making peanuts Right, they, compared to what they could be making on the outside, right. but they're doing it because they're patriotic, love of good people. Their love of country, and then to to take away an opportunity of a lifetime like this from a chaplain assistant, from somebody. I mean, these letters of recommendation when I was reading them, I mean, my jaw was hitting the floor. There, people were saying she is. The, yeah. One person said, "I've been I've ser- I've been serving in leadership roles for over twenty years." He says, "You know." I don't use these words lightly. She is the best soldier I have ever worked with. Wow. That's incredible.
0: And you know, in that position, I'm just curious what the major general's reason is. What what's going on in his head? What's 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 he up to with this? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. And and maybe you have some insight, maybe you don't, maybe whatever. But the the point in something like this is um get to the bottom of it. Okay, yeah. first of all, was was there a problem? Even, although, you know, to, to uh, Chaplain Squire, right? Was there was there a problem here? Okay, and then let's try to find some solutions. Make people whole if there was an injury, right? Uh, somebody yeah. was wronged. We set the wrong right. And then moving forward, here's how we avoid this. Let's solve some problems here. All right. What was the problem? What? She There was no problem. And then moving forward, I mean, yeah. M- I wouldn't even say this warrants a, a talking to. This isn't even a, hey, don't do that in the future moment. Right. This is, I mean, okay. So number one,
1: like you said, was there even a problem, right? Or, or if there was a problem, was it corrected? The answer was, the answer is there's no problem because there was a marriage retreat, it was right. rescheduled with a chaplain who had no problem you know who whose whose denomination said no that's fine you can you can do you know you could include same-sex couples no problem so there was a marriage retreat the the couple who filed the complaint they registered for that retreat and for whatever we don't for reasons we don't know they decided not to show up so we'll let people draw their own conclusions on that but they right, decided not right, to show up so right. uh, they were they were given everything that everybody else was given in fact uh, there were couples who signed up for the original date in question, and when they had to reschedule it, they weren't able to attend the rescheduled date due okay. to schedule so there're actually people who were put out as a result of this um, number two you said you know well what you know what do you you know what should have happened what should the general have done or or what is what is maybe what is the reasoning behind you know am I hearing anything on the inside as to right. why he's doing this mean right. okay. yeah the what i'm being told again i don't have a smoking gun or anything right. like that sure. but what i'm being told by folks at fort bragg and in the army is that this general sontag is fearful of the you know quote unquote blowback if he rules in favor of the chaplain why well my theory this is just my theory is that because chaplain squires is endorsed by what's generally known as a very conservative denomination right the, mm-hmm. so the southern baptist convention and that so there's There's kind of this political game going on in the background where, well, if he sides with somebody who's a very conservative, you know, Southern Baptist chaplain, it's going to make the general look bad. What he doesn't realize is, yeah, it's also going to make you look bad if you violate the Constitution and strip away the religious freedom from chaplains. (laughs) What kind of chaplain (laughs) is going to feel like that they have the, the trust and confidence of their commanding general?
0: If he's doing this to somebody again,
1: who followed it
0: would be the rules? Very difficult to serve as a chaplain. It would really be difficult. You feel like that, you're, you're saying my you're, boss
1: doesn't have my back.
0: That's right. Well, I mean, and and again, you're you're saying I have to choose between my faith and my service. I mean, that's that's a problem right there. But what's so funny is I even understand. I understand the politics. I don't agree with it. He should do the right thing. You're absolutely right. right. When it comes to chaplain squires, I, I get he's. Um, there, there is an issue in that case. I don't agree with it, but I get how somebody could say, "Okay, we've got some seemingly conflict, confl- uh, conflicting rules, right? Right? You got this. Can't do this." I think we've laid it out, and you're right. But when it comes to the chapel's assistant, there's nothing. She hits send on a keyboard, right? And <laughs> she knows the scenario. I mean, that's being a good. It's being proactive. It's yes. like, you know, if you had said she had said to the. The, uh, the soldiers who, the the gay couple that wanted to, to go to the retreat. Listen, that's going to be a problem, y'all. You take your lesbian asses out and blah. You know what I mean? Gave her an adi- gave him an attitude about it or, or whatever. It, it still wouldn't warrant this. But then you'd go, hey, calm down there. You know, all right, you told him. You know what I mean? See, if she'd stepped up and mm-hmm. said, this is going to be a problem for you, I could even see a talking yeah. to But if she's just like, all right, let me go ahead and tell him because I know that's going to be something they're going to want to reschedule. That's...
1: Yeah, you know, when I go to the doctor,
0: job. when I go to the doctor, if the if
1: the front if the front office you know person I talk to or the person who initially you know takes your weight and all that your blood pressure if I'm if I start talking to 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 that person and asking like detailed me- for detailed medical opinions and they're like well actually I'm not sure let me get the doctor am I going to say oh, that person's committing <laughs> malpractice against <laughs> yeah, me because exactly. they won't give me the answer <laughs> right you know they're like no I I you know I can't answer that I got to get somebody who can let me get the doctor you know well she can't. Do, the chaplain assistant is not authorized to make those decisions and to, and to right. you know to do those actions. So what does she do?
0: Let me get the person who can. Right, right. it's above my. I'm not going to above my pay grade. Right. Literally, exactly. no, it's, 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 literally, it's literally above my pay, pay grade. grade. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, find out more at uh, firstliberty.org. First Liberty could always use your support. Uh, they're doing good work out there. It's uh, it's like uh, the NRA. We say you know this is a group of people who are out there fighting for this one, to protect this one right of yours every day. And it gives us the ability not to have to think about it 24-7 like you guys think about the First Amendment every day. So thanks so much for the work, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. FirstLiberty.org, go there. And if you have the ability, please donate today. It's FirstLiberty.org. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. In 2011, Aaron Hale, a former Navy chief, was severely injured when disposing of an improvised explosive device. He lost his eyesight and most of his hearing, so he returned to his love of cooking, his therapy, and with the help of his love, Michaela, they created Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. These things are amazing. You'll love them. Go to EODFudge.com. That's EODFudge.com and try the caramel apples, the brownies, the strawberry white and decadent triple fudge confections, EODFudge.com. Promo code BLAZE to